All right, guys. So welcome to the 3PC podcast. Yep. First episode. Yeah. So for you guys who, I guess you've listened to some of our previous podcasts on Standpoint, we're introducing the 3PC podcast so we can discuss all things training, nutrition, and recovery. Yes, yeah, so we can uh, more make succinct episodes, which are, I suppose, more based and relative to a specific question rather than having like a long podcast where you've got to filter through to find the actual uh, you know, topic, topic that you're trying to look for. Yeah, so each uh, episode that we release is going to be purely focused on either training, nutrition, or recovery-based topics. So um, we're going to sort of just try and answer one, um, I guess, question at a time uh, and then uh, keep it in a nice short format. So, um, yeah, I guess you sort of know what you're getting from the episode. And if you're sort of after something in particular or a particular question, um, I guess like, yeah, like Will said, you don't have to filter through a whole long episode to try and find the answer. Yeah. Even though there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be starting kicking things off with a training uh, based sort of topic. Um, it's a little bit more broad, but uh, basically the topic for today's episode is can you burn fat and build muscle at the same time? And I guess if you can, how? Um, and I guess the reason we want to talk about this one, it is a pretty common question you get in the gym. I think it's, you know, it's what everyone wants to do. You know, who doesn't want to burn body fat and put on muscle? And I think also from our perspective of where we are currently, we've just finished a challenge at the gym. Um, it's a pretty common goal whenever we do run a challenge. And I think most gyms would be the same. So I thought we could dive a little bit deeper into this one. Yeah, um, good one. Yeah, go from there. Good. Um, well, I mean, first of all, is it possible? I suppose would be the first big question. Yeah. Um, and yes, it is possible to burn body fat and also build muscle at the same time. Um, from a base level and from a, if, if you were to ask someone, is it possible? Y yes. Like technically, yes. Um, and we sort of have to break that down because, um, you know, how is it possible and what is the best method of, you know, achieving that result? And I think first you're going to look about uh, the fact that whenever you're starting a new fitness program or you're new to a new gym or a new training plan or anything like that, or if you're just getting into exercise for the first time, that's when it's most likely going to happen. And I think a lot of people will um, see that initial change. Okay, Your body just reacts very quickly to a new stimulus. So I think that's when it's most likely going to happen. And I think as you become more seasoned, I guess, is when it's going to be much more difficult for your body to make those sort of changes. Yeah, it's uh, all commonly known at the gym as like newbie gains. Mm. Um, typically, it's what gets people sucked into the gym is at the start, they, they start going and in six weeks, they see all this progress um, and they kind of think that it's going to be a linear path and going to keep going. Um, you know, they'll keep seeing results as quickly as what they did initially. Yeah, um, if you've gone from um, doing absolutely nothing to all of a sudden lifting weights um, where you're using muscles and working muscles in a way that you've never done it before and you're obviously expending more energy and trying to eat well, you are probably yep. burning, you know, a lot of calories throughout the day. But then I said, you're still working these muscles like you've never worked them before. Yeah. So they're going to be growing um, and then... Your body's going to go through like adaptations, which are... It's not quickly. used to... Yeah, it's very quick, very quick process. Um, so yeah, when we say, you know, is it possible? Absolutely. Is it possible for everyone? Well, yes, but it gets a lot harder, as I said, as you become more adapted. Yeah. Um, and 
again, that's the thing as you start to train for a longer period of time. So you do have to constantly keep um, changing things in order to see, you know, the changes that you want to see in your body. Now, what's the best method of training to achieve that if that is your end goal? Well, we could talk about, you know, 3PC um, classes being the absolute be-all and end-all method, you Pretty know. Cool. But, you know, that's not what this podcast is about. You know, we're not trying to just... Advocate for three-pillar coaching. Exactly. Because realistically, uh, any training program that you do, you can see that sort of change. But it's about following, I guess, um, the correct method for a long period of time. And then being, I guess, committed and dedicated to the long game, Mm. uh, which I guess a lot of people struggle with because it can be a long-term process like initially you can see really fast results like you touched on but as it starts to really slow down motivation can drop and it can be a lot harder to to make those changes yeah it becomes more of an ingrained habit rather than just a thing to look good or get into shape i think that's one of the biggest things which you just touched on then is you're trying to look for a training regime which is more for yeah the longevity you know the best program is the one that you stick to for a long period of time absolutely rather than just you know um the best program which is you know five sets of bench press into you know chest flies and whatnot yeah um which isn't sustainable for a lot of people so if we i guess if you've been around health and fitness for a little bit now you've probably heard the overall narrative um that if you want to increase your muscle mass, you need to be eating more. So you need to be in that calorie surplus. And if you want to uh, lose body fat, you need to be eating less and be in a calorie deficit. So when we say those things, we have to remember that that is the, that's the optimum method. Okay. That's the optimal method. So if I want to be putting on muscle, you know, the best approach I can be doing is focusing on training well, but then eating enough as well. It doesn't mean it's impossible to do it any other way. But when you do hear people saying that narrative that you do have to remember, that's just, it's the optimal uh, way that you can approach it to see that result, okay? But there still are things you can do um, if your goal is to try and burn body fat and uh, increase your muscle mass. And those things would be the three that I would focus on. Trying to consume a calorie deficit still, okay? There's no way you're going to be burning body fat if you're, not consuming less energy than what you're putting out, okay? You're, you're just going to keep storing fuel if you're eating too much. So being a calorie deficit, but when you are in that calorie deficit, ensuring that you are still getting enough protein in and then strength training as well. I think that's the biggest thing is when people do start to go in a deficit, for some reason, a lot of people like to increase the amount of cardio that they're doing and maybe spend less time focusing on strength training. Uh, when in reality, you should probably be putting a lot more emphasis on your strength training because that's what's going to at least uh, ensure you're keeping your muscle mass, if not putting on more muscle. Yeah, yeah. And for this, let's say like the things you can do, this would be for the average uh, general population who are slightly overweight, say like, you know, and they're just looking to, yeah, drop a little bit of body fat. Yeah, or less trained in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Just that I put that out there. Yeah. Um, I think as well, important to remember that the internet can be very misleading too. So uh, even just before like going into this topic, um, you know, I was doing like a little bit of like real basic Googling. And as soon as you do that, like 
as soon as you jump onto Google and say, can I burn uh, body fat and gain muscle at the same time? It's a rabbit hole. Yeah, you get like the first 10 pages that pop up are all these people saying, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is do this program or uh, follow this guide, blah, blah, blah. And they make it look so much easier than what it is. Um, which again, I just think can be very misleading and can give people that false sense of hope. And like I touched on earlier, sometimes it's about playing the long game where if you have that longer term goal in mind, then yes, maybe it is much more achievable. Um, but realistically, is it possible to do in a short amount of time and then keep that process going and going? No, not necessarily. So I think just having that knowledge in mind that you know what you google maybe isn't necessarily as true as what you maybe hope it is i also think uh genetics can play a really big role too um and the reason i want to touch on this is because chances are you're going to compare yourself to other people and the people around you so um you know the possibility for you will to put on muscle and lose body fat and for me to do it it could be two completely different things. It might be a lot easier for you. It might be a lot harder for me and vice versa. So if I'm comparing myself to you doing it, um, or maybe, you know, you started training for six weeks and, and you managed to do that, but, and I did the exact same program as you and I didn't get the same results, like what's happening there. We do have to remember that genetics can play a pretty big role in that. Some people store body fat differently. Some people um, burn body fat differently or um, are able to put on muscle yeah, a lot quicker. For sure. So again, it is just another important thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Even people that, um, I think even, oh, it's not really genetics, but just your starting point in general with this as well. I mean, if you've... Um, if you're a bit bigger or say you've got a higher BMI, that's probably a nice way to put it, mm. higher BMI than the person that you're training with, it's probably they will see results quicker probably than you because they're, oh, potentially, because um, they're already, say, at a lower percentage body fat, which means their muscles will show quicker if they're building muscle. And then for you, though, on the other hand, you'll be losing weight. So you may see results by losing the weight, but you won't see the actual tone or, or the uh, the shape of the muscle coming through for a little bit until you drop that that body fat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, no, I definitely agree. Also wanted to touch on um, body scans as well. So, look, chances are if you're measuring any of this, there's really only one way to do it, and that's via a body scan. Um where you can actually see what your body fat is and what your muscle mass is. Now, um, most people are going to base their results off of this body scan. So say you've started a challenge like we previously did and you get your starting scan. Um, At the end of it, when you get your end scan, you're going to see how much your muscle has changed, how much your body fat has changed. Now, um, obviously, that is a great way in a short amount of time to see if you have managed to put on muscle and lose fat at the same time. But let's say you do those scans months apart or, you know, say weeks, but maybe a bit longer. Um, Say your muscle has maybe stayed the same during that period and maybe your body fat's gone down a little bit. You got to remember that that could have fluctuated a lot throughout that time period as well. I've had some people who've gotten body scans, you know, maybe three, four months apart and they go, oh, my muscle stayed the same. Well, you never know like what happened in that whole four-month mm. period. Maybe you did put on muscle and then maybe something changed. Maybe your diet started to change. Maybe you thought you weren't seeing results and then your muscle went back down because you changed something. Yeah. Um, maybe your body fat was fluctuating. Maybe it was higher at one stage. Maybe it went lower. 
So people are purely basing it off of a then and now approach and they're not thinking about everything that's happened in the in-between, which can be really important because realistically, you don't know. There's no real way of telling if you're losing fat and putting on muscle just from looking um, without looking at these scans. So we do have to remember that things can still be changing um, in the meantime too, which I think a lot of people sometimes forget about. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you could feel a lot stronger during the time and, and start to look a lot leaner, maybe looking at yourself in the mirror. So that can still mean that, you know, it is working or at least you're mm. happier with the th- way things are going. Um, not necessarily having to base it off of like a body scan. Yeah. I think the body that scan. Makes some sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get where you're coming from. I think, um, yeah, what you're trying to convey is, yeah, if you've got other goals of or you're feeling good from something which isn't the body scan itself, like say you're starting to run, just, I don't know, throwing mm-hmm. this out there. Um, say you start to run and you're starting to run, you know, sub five minute Ks and then you hop on the body scan and your muscle has dropped. It's like, well, you actually have gotten results. It's just not shown on the body scan. Yeah. Um, other thing though is, which I really like that you touched on, was just how you should base it off the body scan. Um, a lot of people, when they first start weight training, go off of the scales. And yeah. that's, that can be detrimental if you compare fat to muscle. Um, if you're losing fat, but then simultaneously putting on muscle, then you're actually going to add weight to your frame. Um, Mm -hmm. And you may just kind of, you know, stay in that same weight category as what you were before. And a lot of people see this as as negative, being like, oh, well, I'm not changing. I'm not losing any weight. But you are. You're just... It's very, very, very common. Yeah. So I think the body scan thing's huge. Like if you've got the opportunity to get a body scan... um, Yeah. Like you said, especially if you are newer. Yeah. um, Highly recommend it. Because, yeah, we, we do see that quite often and... Um, even when people get their initial scan and then when they come back to get another one, they jump on the scale again before the scans even started, they jump on the scale. Oh, like I've gone up in, yeah. in weight or yeah. I haven't changed weight. Oh no. Like I thought I was doing so well. Yeah. The thing is, well, you probably have because you've probably lost fat and replaced it with muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, and muscle is a lot more dense than fat. So one kilo of muscle is a lot smaller than what one kilo of fat is on your body. So when you're removing that from your body and replacing it with muscle, you look a lot different. Um, so yeah, that is a that is a really good point to touch on. Yeah. Another one too, on to touch on with the scans is uh, the difference between body fat in kilos and body fat percentage mm-hmm. as well. Because when people do a body scan, uh, the main numbers that they'll quickly look at is their muscle mass and their body fat percentage. Um, you have to remember that the percentage is based off of how much fat you just have in your body in general, um, based off of how much you weigh. So if you get a body scan and your muscle has gone up um, and your fat stayed the same, your percentage is going to be lower because you weigh more. All right? And vice versa, if you um, put on or if you jump on a scale and you um, your muscle has stayed the same and maybe you've lost body fat... Same thing, your body fat percentage will go down again. It's it's based yep. off of your overall weight, mm-hmm. okay? So some people forget that and they think, oh, my body fat percentage hasn't actually changed and I thought it would have. you got to look at your body fat mass in kilos because that number can go down because if you've put on more weight, which is from muscle, it doesn't mean that you've gotten put on more fat as well if your body fat percentage has shifted up. Sometimes it just means you weigh more, which can be a good thing, mm-hmm. 
Um, so again, I just think maybe some people aren't aware of that, that body fat in kilos and body fat percentage are two different things. Yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, definitely what you touched on, it's more beneficial to be looking at the body fat like in kilos rather than is the percentage as a whole. Yeah. Um, it's just easy to track as well over time. Anyway, slightly got a little bit <laughs> off topic uh, Which was the goal that we didn't have <laughs> yeah. at the start. But Let's bring it back to the whole, can you burn fat and build muscle at the same time? I want you to get a little bit more of your thoughts on this um, before we yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. So yeah. if I was to ask you, I've come into the gym. Like Will, I've been training for 12 weeks now, saw some really good results. Um, I'm going to do the upcoming challenge. My goal is, can I burn body fat and build muscle? What are you going to tell me? Uh, a complicated answer would be, I mean, I want to keep it simple, but I would say you could, if you've been training for only 12 weeks, mm-hmm. you've still probably got, you've probably got like a six month period where your body is in that new like adaptation phase where it's shifting and, and, um, shaping itself yep. to the new stimulus. Mm-hmm. But then kind of after that point, it starts to slow down mm-hmm. if you're training hard, um, or not hard, just regularly, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yes, it's doable. And then it would just be more so if their um, BMI is, you know, above average, then mm-hmm. I would say, you know, calorie deficit and um, make sure, like you mentioned before, pretty much all your three points, um, high protein intake, calorie deficit, and then making sure that you're training resistance. Mm-hmm. And then if they were uh, under, so say they're like a hard gainer is what you call people that are skinny and yep. they, they struggle to put on muscle. Yeah, I would say... Um, exact same thing, keep the resistance training up, Mm -hmm. progressive overload. Only difference would be trying to hit a calorie like maintenance Mm -hmm. or a slight surplus. So you can try and put on muscle and then normally because muscle burns more, um, calories than fat, then you kind of start to burn fat purely just from putting on muscle because your overall, um, what's it called where you burn calories throughout the day without doing anything overall like. Neat. Yeah, neat. Yeah, your overall neat. Yeah, metabolism. That's the word. Will uh, will is higher. Is get yeah. Will get higher and increase, and therefore you'll burn more fat. Yeah, chances are when you're skinnier anyway, you probably don't want to be losing fat. But yeah. Well, you probably don't have much fat to lose. Yeah. But I mean, you can you can lose fat like if you've got a bit of a beer gut or whatever. You know what I mean? You you start to shape up more. It's funny how just much your body can shape up from literally doing twelve weeks of weights. Yeah. I think it's just like being, again, as you become more adapted and you become maybe more experienced and you've been doing the training program or whatever a little bit longer, um, can you still burn body fat and build muscle? Yes, it's it's going to be a slower process. I think you've got to keep that in mind. Is it going to be as fast as what it maybe initially was at the start for you? Probably not. Um, as I said, maybe some people will be a bit luckier with their genetics playing a part. But can you still do it? Yes, if you focus on those things that we touched on and you just maybe extend the time frame a little bit just think a little bit more of that longer term game and then i think i want to wrap it up a little bit as well if i can actually give like my personal advice from what i've seen um probably like six or seven years doing it now um it's it's probably one of the most common questions you get because as i said at the start of the episode it's what most people want to do they want to burn body fat and build muscle um it just seems like a, the right thing to do in yeah. essence too for a lot of people. Um, and I've seen a lot of people in Gen Pop with this same goal. Like it's so common. But 
when I break it down a little bit more and you start to get a little bit deeper into what those people are really trying to achieve, I think a lot of people are really unsure with what they want. Um, if it's like, oh, like I've signed up for the challenge, like what's your goal? Oh, I don't know, maybe just like burn a little bit of body fat, put on some muscle. It's probably the most common response that we get. And if, it, if people aren't 100% certain on what they what it is that they want. And I think in majority of cases, most people just want to lower their body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. They actually don't really care too much about their muscle mass. I think they've been told by a lot of people that they should be focusing on trying to put on muscle, which I do think is important, or at least try and keep your muscle mass the same. But in reality, what do most people want? They want to try and look a little bit better. They want to try and look more toned. Again, it's mm-hmm. probably one of the most common responses we get. And realistically what is going to achieve that is a lower body fat percentage so i think some people think that they want to try and put on more muscle as it's going to help them increase their metabolism therefore make it slightly easier to burn more throughout the day therefore that might help with that whole process of dropping your body fat percentage but in reality i think that's all that people want to focus on is trying to drop their body fat um, to a lower point that they're happy with um, in most cases yeah. and I think where a lot of people struggle with it and where they want to focus on the two things is because maybe they've started trying to lose body fat for a little bit and it hasn't worked for them or or they get sick of the whole dieting approach or having to be in a calorie deficit for such a long time so they sort of just shift their mindset into what it is that they want to achieve and and we have to remember that you know trying to lower your body fat percentage isn't really an easy process like mm. it's quite tough it's quite difficult um, and I think people get a little bit sick and fed up with that process. And especially once you get to a point where the results start to slow down and you don't see any results for a long period of time. So I think in reality, when you ask yourself the question, do you like, can you burn fat and build muscle at the same time? Is that what you actually want to achieve? Or do you just trying to lower your body fat percentage in mm-hmm. general to look and feel a little bit better? So yeah. I think just from my personal advice, what I've seen over the last few years, um, in most cases, that's what people are really after. So maybe if that's the same with you, then just try and think about that because it's probably a lot, well, it is. It's a lot easier to focus on one rather than doing both at the same time. So if you can you know, invest all of your energy in just right, trying to do one thing, it's much more achievable. Yeah. So that's the advice that I'd give. No, good advice. I think um, oh, as well, like backing your point would be a lot of people when they say, oh, I want to build muscle and burn body fat is because they don't actually give them their bodies enough credit to how much muscle is on their bodies mm-hmm. at that current point in time. Yeah. Um, people think that they've got no muscle on yeah. their bodies at all, but it's like if you just drop body fat, you will see the muscle yeah. that's there. Like we've all got muscle. The other know? issue is too though, uh, I think most people are, are at least aware of the fact that if they do want to put on muscle, the most optimum way to do that is to eat in a calorie surplus. So eating more than what you're burning. Mm-hmm. And then when you do that, the chances are you will put on a little bit of fat. So if someone does want to put on muscle, I think they're always wary of the fact that their weight's going to increase and their body fat percentage is probably also going to increase too. So a lot of people want more muscle yeah they don't want the extra baggage that comes with it Mm -hmm. so that's why they say oh i want to put on muscle but lose fat at the same time yeah and you know it's the same for me like i want a million dollars but i don't want to work for it yeah so it's that same thing they don't want to take the uh the bad that comes with the good 
So yeah. um, I think that's why people get weary of the purely just focusing on, on trying to build muscle. Because if you gave yourself a solid six months of just trying to build muscle um, and get into a real calorie surplus, you'll, put, you'll probably put muscle on if you do everything correctly, but you, you're most likely going to put on a fair bit of fat as well. Okay, but that's sort of what comes with it. So yeah. again, I think it's where people, they don't enjoy the idea of just trying to focus on that. Mm-hmm. They want to do both. So you sort of have to think about what it is that you really want to achieve. Yeah. Um, look, like we've touched on in the episode, can you do both at the same time? Technically, yes. Is it going to be better to try and focus on one thing? Absolutely. Yeah. But um, I think think about what it is that you really are trying to achieve. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that's definitely a good way to wrap up the episode. Um, yeah, you've summarized it quite well there. I yeah. think just, yeah, focus on the one thing, but know that potentially, you know, you could see more results than what you are expecting. Yeah. But just by focusing on that one thing, you've got one goal in mind and then you'll be satisfied that you're hitting that one goal rather mm-hmm. than hitting one goal when you're aiming for two targets. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, nice. There we go. Lovely. I think that's a good way to wrap up the episode, the first one. Cool. Try and uh, hopefully people take a little bit away from that one um gives you a little bit to think about with your training goals and uh yeah we love to get your feedback yeah so hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode and we'll catch you in the next one which is going to be nutrition based yeah so look forward to that see you then